The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Psalm chapter 70 this morning. Uh, we're going to take a few minutes and look into God's word in one specific particular area in this passage. And I tell you, this passage, even as I was studying it this morning, uh, is just it was one of those that I just sat and just looking, saying, Lord, where do we go? What, what application? And there's a very simple, I read one, one commentator, great application. And probably all of us have had this situation where if you've uh, worked in the secular field or tried to witness somebody, maybe it could be family members or uh, Christians who've left the church or whatever, but you're going to find some people who aren't as enthralled about you being a Christian, about your belief and about your faith and decisions you make with it as you wish they would. They may make fun of you for getting up, going to church, or even going back on Sunday night or then Wednesday night. What are you in a cult or something? Um, they may you really struggle with that. Some of them, honestly, are just they don't understand, and so it's not bad. But some of some that will be surrounding you are extremely critical. I've talked to people in our church throughout the years that in work have found themselves losing promotions or struggling to not be able to get a promotion or some, you know, or just being down, uh, downgraded or criticized by employers simply because of their belief. And uh, there's no doubt, even though we live in a country where we're all free, we live in a country where people can freely voice their opinion about our belief system. And so we're finding ourselves in that scenario, and that's similar to what we're going to look a little bit at David. So what do you do? What do you do when you find yourself in a scenario where you say, Lord, it's frustrating? You know, obviously our goal is to be a good testimony and maybe one day see that person get saved. But some of them, they, they go beyond. They're taking major steps. They obviously are used to Satan to really try to discourage you and to stop you from, from doing what God's called you to do. Well, we're going to look at Psalm chapter 70 and hopefully see what David said about it. That Psalm chapter 70, verse 1, the Bible says, Make haste, O God, to deliver me. Make haste to help me, O Lord. Let them be ashamed and confounded that seek after my soul. Let them be turned backward and put to confusion that my desire that, that desire my hurt. Let them be turned back for reward of their shame that say, aha, aha. Let all those that seek thee rejoice and be glad in thee. And let such as love thy salvation say continually, let God be magnified. That I am poor and needy. Make haste unto me, O God. Thou art my help and my deliverer, O God. O Lord, make no Tearing. So obviously David speaks several times in this verse. Actually, this is kind of a repeat of Psalm chapter 40. And so you see David repeating some things and simply he's acknowledging the enemies. He's acknowledging the people who want to hurt him, who want to destroy him, who want to discourage him and his position, his direction. And he's begging God. He says, please make haste. Come quickly and deal with these situations. You know, we've mentioned that many times. Uh, when we have a prayer request, we have a scenario we're dealing with that we, we say, man, I just wish God would work a little faster. And that, that's not wrong. We all do sometimes wish God would work a little faster. And we just have to trust his His timing. But in this situation, David did say, please make case. Please come quicker. Please deal with these situations. Again, some of the situations people can be critical because they just don't understand. And a good testimony might be the thing to draw them to Jesus. But in some scenarios, some scenarios, they're just use of Satan to discourage you, to try to get you to quit. Maybe somebody who left church over the years is now trying to talk you into getting away from God. Maybe somebody who uh, tried, you know, we've heard someone tried religion and didn't work and they're angry or critical. I'm telling you, Satan can use a large amount of people to bring discouragement. And so what do we do? Well, obviously we put our trust in God. But I think 
David's very honest with God about this. David says, listen, and he says a couple things. So we start with, make haste, Lord, please do not wait. Hurry up, deal with this. Uh, I'm struggling, I'm overwhelmed. And frankly, sometimes the hesitancy of the Lord to move as quickly as I desire, which he rarely does, but makes me wonder, are they right? Am I wrong? And those kind of things can come in. And and it's it's always good to evaluate ourselves where we are spiritually. It's always good to evaluate whether we need to get things right with God. But when we're there, then we say, Lord, I would just love to see you move. It's nice sometimes to see God move on our behalf, just to remind us of his love, remind us of his goodness, and that we are in the right position. And so then he talks a little bit about his desire for his enemies. This is intriguing because they, the Bible says, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, I will repay. Remember, God deals with it, and David knows that. So what David is saying right now, Lord, this is what I want you to do. In verse 2, he's talking about all those that would seek after my soul, that would want to hurt me, let them be ashamed. He says, let them be that turn backward, put to confusion. He's let them let them see that everything they thought about my belief in you, about your, about you, about what I tell them about what you're going to do in my life. Lord, let them be ashamed. Let them see that work. Do something in and through me so that the people who are watching can see your goodness, see your greatness, see your power. And honestly, that's sometimes why God may allow us into the circumstances he does, because we could be exactly what God wants to use uh, to help people see him. It's not always easy. See, it doesn't seem fair. Well, very little is fair. It's not about fair. It's about whether I can be used effectively for God to minister to others, to love on others, to be encouragement to others. It's honestly what we're striving to be. Lord, use me any way you can to further your gospel, to love, to to help other people see you. And so, yeah, sometimes, sometimes we go through the storm so people can see how we handle the storm. Sometimes enemies need to see God working. And so he's begging them. I like what he says in verse three, let them be turned back for a reward of their shame that say that, aha, aha, or that laugh at me, that literally mock me from my position. Some of you have family members who do that. And we have friends, coworkers. Well, somebody who probably, if we're active in talking about Jesus, is somebody who just doesn't do well with our belief. And he says, let them be turned back. Let them turn around. Let them recognize, let them recognize their foolishness. Lord, please work. Please do something. Um, I love this in verse four, though. He says that all those that seek thee rejoice and be glad in thee. And let such as that love thy salvation say continue to let God be magnified. He says anybody who comes after you, let them rejoice and be glad in thee. Now, this is, can I be honest? I think personally this is more than just um, situational. I think this is more than just, um, okay, I'm going to choose to be uh, this. I'm going to choose to love and be in this situation no matter what. I think this is David saying, Lord, let your circumstances work in a way where the people see you work. Let them see how you bless in my life so that they're not afraid to follow. One of the things that we hope we pray as a pastor, we pray and as we pray for each other, that God would bless those serving, giving, uh, involved, loving Jesus. Why? So that other people see that. So that people in the church who aren't doing some of those things yet see it. So they, they can see not necessarily that I follow and serve God so I can be blessed, but I can see God's hand upon those. And there's a distinction there, a distinction to those who are actively serving, actively following, and actively loving Jesus. And that is something we pray that God would bless. Um, we mentioned, this, if you ever hear me on Sunday, pray, pray, Lord, bless all those participating in the offering. Uh, God doesn't promise to bless everyone. He promises to bless those who are doing. So he says that, Lord, let all those that work be able to see you work. All those that serve, let them be able to see you work. It's you working my life and in their life. But then he gives another level of just transparency and honesty in verse number five. He says, but I am poor and needy. Make haste unto me, O God. 
Thou art my help and my deliverer. Oh, Lord, make no tarrying. He said, I'm, I'm, I'm poor and needy. I'm, I'm nothing special. I'm struggling. Lord, I'm just being honest. I'm really overwhelmed. He said, please make his, please come quickly. My deliverer. Lord, don't wait. And, and, you know, again, this is just a plea from David that they would, that he would move. Now, we know that God's timing worked and we know that God was able to reconcile and work out these circumstances for David. Uh, you know, it, the key comes down whether, you know, and he obviously had the patience. For us, I think this is an honest prayer. Lord, I just need you to move in this situation. Lord, I need you to do something to help me to see. Will God always answer that? I don't know, but I think sometimes he does. There's been many times in my life where I've just come to him in a similar scenario and say, God, I need you to move. I need you to move in my heart. I need you to move in my family. I need you to move in our ministry. I need you to move somewhere. I, I need to see you. And uh, sometimes he says no. There are times he has said yes. i got to be careful because without faith, it's impossible to please him. So we can't always run off sight because faith is what is necessary to please God. And faith is the substance of things home for the evidence of things not seen. So we've got to keep our eyes focused on him in faith. But I'm grateful that God in our weakness allows us to see him move. And may we continue to do that. Obviously, this stepping out of faith. So I encourage you, I encourage you to continue to step out of faith, to continue to stand strong, to continue to give and to serve and to tell others about and to continue to do what God has asked us to do and trust that God will take care of the details. And I believe he will. And may we just continue to accept him and follow him and see what he'll do. And so when those times come, just beg him, Lord, I need you. Just be honest with him. Again, another one of situations, Lord, I, I think that we can come and just be honest about our circumstance, about our emotion. And that's where we can find healing. That's where we can find answers. And sometimes he may not move, but boy, it is something when he, we know he hears. And he gives us strength even in the hardest of times and in, in the darkest of emotions he makes to work in our lives. And so I'm grateful that God loves us so much for that circumstance. Thank you so much for taking time to join us on this Tuesday morning. I'll be honest, I had to think about that for a second to say if it's actually Tuesday. Uh, when you get stuck in quarantine, um, your days disappear. I honestly woke up thinking it was Wednesday. I kind of hope it was Wednesday probably, but uh, so um, again, we're perfectly healthy, nothing serious, just a tad bit bored. I'm still working, trying to do all my normal stuff. We're just doing it from home and uh, hopefully, Lord willing, be back in church on Sunday morning if, if everything works out and that we are not bringing any possible disease into our church. I love you. Thank you for the privilege you've given to us to be part of your day today. We hope you have a great rest of the day. God bless and we look forward to seeing you.